Hello and welcome to the Squeaky Bum Time Podcast with Mike and Laurent. It is Tuesday, October 19th. In this episode, Arsenal cheat death with a last glass equalizer against Palace. I did not write that. Mike did. Manchester United surfer yet another meltdown. Tottenham looked great. Uh, that's weird. But first, Mike, our beloved Brentford are robbed. I can't get this game out of my head. It destroyed me. I loved every second of it. Yvonne Tony is actually shorter than Luke Shaw. I don't know how that's possible, but that was the game of the week. Talk to me about your feelings on Brentford, and then I'm going to tell you mine. There were a lot of them, and I'm going to start with a best bet that didn't happen. Uh, I said to take Brentford money line. Uh, I said they had two weeks to take on Chelsea and prepare for this game. Chelsea were battered. They were coming back from the uh, the international break, all that shit. Well, I that was all true. Them. It was all true. <laughs> and Brentford ran the game, but I didn't bet on them. But what did happen was I was watching the game. And so I had to go to a wedding again this weekend. But so I was watching the game. Uh, it's a 70th or so minute. And Buemo hits the post on like kind of a scuffed shot, the near side. Do you, and I are go, you ready for the stat of the year? Do you know how many what? times he's hit the post? Six. Six times. Six times. That's more than the rest of the league combined. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's like fucking Rooney and and Ferris Bueller. Nine times. Nine times. Six times. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be leading the league in goals. So I um I tried to put a $20 bet on Brentford, as I mentioned, double chance to win or draw on a oh, live nice. bet. Uh and it didn't let me. And uh, I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Oh, you got and you saved like yourself 20 bucks. Well, two or three minutes later, I tried it again. And for whatever reason, the sports book I use wouldn't take the bet. And like it like defaulted and i looked at my brother i went that's the universe telling me i'm not going to make this bet because i'm going to lose if i do and lo and behold uh chelsea hang on by the skin of their scrotum with a one nil victory at brentford they got they got the brakes beaten off of them they really did and so it was but it it, they did but it was even better than that so i was listening to some podcasts that that talked about strategy frank's a fucking genius so i know chelsea did what they wanted to do and they and Brentford really just matched them for the first half. They were trying to hang in there, stopping Kovacic from making the balls. The reason why Lukaku's didn't look good is because Brentford were in his face. Norgard was like, these midfielders are not fucking creating anything. We're just going to sit deep, be on them. And that's why Chilwell was always in the infield because Tuchel's smart too. He's like, well, if they're, they're going to mark all the midfielders, then we're just going right. to move. We're going we're gonna to try and get the overlap with 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 uh, Chilwell. So he scores the goal. It's, it's an incredible goal and a lucky goal, but he was following behind Lukaku in the box. Okay. It's 1-1 and at the 65th minute, 1-0, sorry. And and Brentford are coming into the game a little bit, but not too much. The second Tuchel takes off his midfielders and goes to the more offensive with uh Mason Greenwood to try and play between the lines. Boom. Mason Mount, Bre- Jesus, you're Mason, off tonight. Ma- sorry, Mason Mount to the change. <laughs> Boom, Brentford changed their lineup, f- go and attack, and that's from 65 on, Mason Green- Mason, right. Mason Mount is nowhere to be found. They just skip the midfield and go straight to the attack. And then I remembered something Alan Shearer said who because on Match of the Day. He was like, watch what Brentford do. They overload the far post and go with everybody on one side. And I kept looking at it, and I was like, huh. Brentford have three guys to there too every single time. If there's two on one side, they just flood one side and they do for the knockdowns around the other side. They're like, 
we are going to make this a chaos game. And sure, lo and behold, it was a chaos game. They had those long throws. They just kept throwing it into the mixer like it was 1975 and they were playing Pinball in the mud. Around and see it what was happens. amazing. It yeah. was amazing. And they, I shared it on, on our Facebook group. They compl- they got all their expected goals in the last 25 minutes. Oh, yeah. They just completely annihilated Chelsea. And if it weren't for a six foot seven Senegalese destructor falcon called Mendy, <laughs> they would have lost. Like yeah. or, or at least Drew. Like they did not deserve to lose that game. And everyone knew it. Even Tuchel knew it. He was like, I don't know what the fuck just happened. Yeah. Dicks kicked in. And we were good for 70 minutes and lucky for 20. And they're like, yep. mm-hmm. You were lucky. But Brentford are now taking the mantle of if there was league pass rankings, they are the league pass team. Like, you've got to go. And Brentford are playing at home. You have to watch it. You just have to. Right. Uh, It's like Leeds last year where you're just like, what? Goals against, goals for. Leeds are toast. Leeds all hail the new king. And it's King Tony of fucking Brentford. Just the bus stop in Hounslow is the place to be. (laughs) It's it's King Frank, right? You already mentioned it. He's got them running. Tony is is the focal point, right? But he's got so many players around him that that are playing in that unit, right? And 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 if if Mbwemo could hit anything, then I mean, half we'd be of those a posts, tune. they'd be in the top hat. They'd be they they'd be they'd as be good in the top as four. <laughs> yeah. As, now I feel really good about that Brighton win that they got. That's an incredible win for them. What what in the last minute? I didn't Brighton beat Brentford or oh yes, that's right. I thought you meant this week. I was like, didn't they not score a goal against Norwich? Um, but no, I just uh, my heart was crying for Brighton and I'm for Brentford and uh, so good. I just I want to believe in them. I think that for our uh, degenerates listening out there, I think that this loss is going to help at the sports book because it's basically going to keep them priced at an, at a decent rate. If they beat Chelsea or if they got a result from Chelsea and battered them, the, the, the cat's out of the bag. Right. But I think that they might I, skirt, skirt by a little bit. I think the funny thing is, is what I'm noticing just from following along British football and looking around is they, people really don't watch other teams. Like right. they're very centrally focused on their own teams. There isn't the sort of, it doesn't seem to me that there's like the culture of watch everything the way you have with the NFL, the way you have with sort of like, I think basketball has this nerd culture where people try and follow all the games because the, the nature of the way football is on where we get mad, like, why the fuck can't they watch all the games? They literally don't watch the other games. Well, like it's, yeah. you watch your game if you right. can, and then you watch match of the day, which mm-hmm. is the institutional show that I talk about all the time on the BBC. Like as Americans and as foreigners from England, we actually can follow the Premier League far, far more than they can. Yeah. So it, it's a shame. There are arguments, and I had a conversation about it with another guy. There are arguments for why they don't have it, so that lower league teams, blah, 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 whatever. Your country's the size of the U.S. I don't know what you're doing. Hold on to your fucking traditions while Sidelis and other people buy up your stuff and see how much more valuable it is than you do, you morons. Um, <laughs> but... But yeah, we we probably know more and get to watch more Brentford than they do. And and we should sorry, my long-winded way of saying, yes, the books are in our favor. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So keep riding with Brentford, it's going to pay off. I don't know who they have coming up next, but uh I'm going to be riding with them for sure. And and they're a fun one to have 
like the 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 custom parlays where you're like Tony to score and Brentford to win because as you the saw, thing is he hasn't been scoring is the problem. The, he's kind of he's like been more. He's been almost a bit of a facilitator, but he's still going to yeah. take penalties. Which and another thing, how in the fuck didn't did Chelsea get away with not getting called on a penalty? What was that like the 80th minute? I can't remember. I, I don't remember which one it was. It was a swing down the left. Oh, the wing. offside. Yes, the, the one where they, they called, called it, offside it offside and didn't even look. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, agreed. It was a, it was a, yeah, it was a deny of a goal scoring chance yeah. by um, Chalaba, who, to be fair, he was really, really good. Like, I think sure. that in that game, there were a lot of really good performances. Like, I think Chelsea had Chalaba and Saar playing two basically yeah. what we would, we would call rookies in defense. And they were both really, really good to try and deal with this team. And I think the moment overcame them at the end there, they were like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not supposed to just hoof balls into the box. I need to be on the ground and mark someone. What are you guys doing? Right. But, you know, the old heads of Aspilicueta sort of helped them hang on and sort of were in spaces to stop things from happening, uh, you know. But it was an incredible game. Uh, Brentford have Leicester City up next at home. That should be good on a Sunday. Well, that's a hell of a segue because Leicester are coming off quite – Quite a comeback win. I was looking. So this I didn't get to see. Um, but I did. <laughs> wow. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna give you the floor on this one because I, I watched the, the extended highlights, but Jesus oh, that's Christ. I mean just it it's, the, to me, it's United. the same thing over and over again. United don't have a coach. They mm-hmm. don't have a coach. And this time he didn't want to get in trouble for not playing. Cristiano. So this time he simply played his high five where he played all the players, right? right? He simply said, Oh, I guess, I guess I just have to play, uh, you know, Cristiano, uh, Sancho, Fernandez and Greenwood all together with Pogba and Matic. So essentially when Pogba plays deep as the, as the, as the second pivot, they basically are wide open. And mm-hmm. if you watch Pogba, he does a lot of amazing things. He's an incredible player, but he gets caught on the ball. Oh, yeah. And, you know, especially in the midfield, they didn't really have a plan. They didn't press as a unit because essentially Sancho, Greenwood, and, and Ronaldo don't press, right? They yeah. can't defend from the front. Um, Maguire, it could be argued, was at fault for all four goals. Or at least was involved in some way, like not involved, not at fault. You know, it's a team game. Oh, but he was not to try he was, to, though. He was the weakest link in their team today. Sure, like he was yeah. that bad. Gets caught on a ball by Hinacho. Is caught b- ball watching for Daka for the last goal. It's just really, really bad. They give up a goal to Vardy right after they score the equalizer from it's like from, a minute later. Is that a right? A minute later. Yeah. No, at the off the kickoff. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, so they it, go it's up to bring as a minute later, but yeah. Right, right. They they go up, they they get the draw going, and the Greenwood and the Tielemans goals are fucking incredible. They're really, really good goals. Mm-hmm. So Yenchu just bundles one in. But Lester, for as much as we Brendan Rogers may have faults, right? Brendan Rogers is a gets you to a certain level kind of guy. It seems so far. He's still pretty young. But Week by week, game by game, regular season, especially in the beginning of the season, he's a winning coach. Like, sure. If he's the coach of Man United, they have a way to play. They pressed, they harried, 
They moved as a unit. The front three really attacked. Uh, he did what we've been saying to do, which is bring in Ianacho with Vardy, but he had Ianacho with Vardy and Madison. Mm -hmm. So Madison was bossing around. Uh, no, no Harvey Barnes in this one, uh, but Lester played up front. Vardy, Ianacho, right? Oh, that no, they bring in Tuleman. So Samari, excuse me. So they had a different midfield, but you know Tuleman's was it had license to go forward, and they just have a way to play when they're playing. And they, and they were able to go back to their back three at the back because Johnny Evans is back. So they're a little bit changed from where they were, but they're more in line with the way they normally play. And they just, they're better. They're just, again, what's my betting philosophy? When in doubt, take the iconoclastic coach over Ole. That I, I got it with, I got it with Villa. I got it with Everton and I got it with Leicester. So mm -hmm. keep, keep riding that, right? Yeah. As long as the, you feel like the coach, like check your gut. As long as you feel like the team that's playing United has an identity and a way to play, take them, right? Yep. They're going to get the doors blown off them by Liverpool. Oh, God. They're going to get yeah. killed. Yeah. Unless they, and then the, although, although and then it might be an only thing, right? It might be an only thing where he finds a way. I don't know. But the way that Liverpool are playing, I mean, they're not really the headline of the week, but Mo Salah is in cuckoo town. He's like, he is in, he's in all like rarefied all time air form. Yeah. I know you posted yeah. that in the group. Like what, where does he rank currently as far as uh, who scored ratings fourth all time currently for the, yeah, full in season? the premier league. Now mm -hmm. it's eight games in, he's got literally 30 games to go. Yeah. Um, he will cool off, but, and, and is he going to AFCON? I would expect that he is. So there's going to be right. at least a month break. That's bad so for Liverpool. That's so. tough stuff for Liverpool because he yeah. is carrying them the same way that Suarez, as you said, uh, you know, is, carried them in that 13-14 season. So I'm yeah, not... but this is different because they have a defense. Like the 13-14 season. No, I know. I, know. I, I literally know. looked it up. Teams. I'm fucking. I can't. I can't stand that my team completely is forgotten. That's my. We won the fucking trophy that year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was the Yaya Torre season for me. It was. When he when he shot forty percent on shots on goal, and it was like, oh, he has twenty goals. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> he had like a, a a sun season last season, right? But yeah. from midfield, but for, anyway, yeah, from no, he had a Gunawan season last season, right? Exactly, exactly, exactly. So, um, the great thing about the Ole thing is like now it's just like it's just a matter of time. I once they I I, I sort of had a joke. I was like, once they lost McCola, it's over. So Adam McCola, who's the YouTube representative of Manchester United, basically. <laughs> um, Where does he rank on the? Um, who's the other idiot? Scale? No, who's the other idiot? Rory um, Smith. No, that's Chelsea, isn't it? Mo. Um, Mo. No, Mo it's from... United. It's the guy. It's the United. Oh, stand. oh, Steph Housen. No, uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, Housen, the United no. stand. It, no, it's hold on. Mark something. Oh, I don't know. Uh, this is gonna bother shit out of me. Goldsmith, I think so. <coughs> I will tell you in a moment. These but YouTube anyway, guys, Mark they're, Goldbridge, they're, they're... Goldbridge, Goldbridge, yeah, yeah. No, he's Arsenal, Goldbridge. No, he's not. He's United. Oh. I promise. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Uh, he's not like Goldbridge. He's more reasonable. He would do the he would do the post games outside of Old Trafford. What's weird about McCola is he's clearly from the Midlands and not from Manchester, which is okay. weird, even though he's like a super fan. Freaks me out. Anyway, I'm like, mm, you don't have the right accent, my so friend. So he's a, so he's a Cowboys fan. 
Yeah, exactly. But he's hey, listen, they, they won yeah. tw- 13 championships. I get it. It's not his fault, but it is right. odd. Um, yeah. Uh, you wouldn't, he, and he's Indian, and you don't, or South Asian. I'm not sure he might be Pakistani, but you don't really want to be Pakistani in in Manchester. You're better off in the Midlands. It's <laughs> yeah, not yeah, exactly yeah. a hotbed of uh, of uh, diversity. Right. <laughs> but um, but yeah, they've lost him. He's now like it's just a matter of time. Like it's we I, we posted right like United's next five are Atlanta twice, City, Liverpool. Tottenham, Chelsea, Arsenal with Watford in between. Mm-hmm. That's bad. When is that? When's that Watford game? I don't know. Uh, it, it's it's before the out. break. I think it's before the break. I think before the look. international break in in no, no, November. Yeah. Holy shit! Or is it? All is right. it? Might we be have just, the technology just after. I'm looking at it we right have, now. So it's yeah, Liverpool, yeah. Tottenham, Atalanta. City, yeah, it's the game. Bef- it's the game after the break. So if if he loses Liverpool, Tottenham, City, he's getting fired in the international break. Liverpool, Tottenham, City, and like he might it, lose to Atlanta in the Champions he, League. He might lose one of them away for sure. How that's many does he have to one. win? He, I think, if he wins Liverpool somehow, oh shit, that's and right. loses that's all next. the other ones, he's good. They play Atlanta on Wednesday. Yes, at home though. Yeah. At home. Um, wow. So Atalanta, this is tough stuff. Atalanta, yeah. <laughs> Liverpool at home, Tottenham away, Atalanta away, City in the in the Manchester Derby. The break. Like you said, the break, then Watford, Villarreal, Chelsea, Arsenal, Crystal Palace. Holy Crystal Palace shit. is good. Crystal Palace is better than – Crystal. at this point, Vieira is a better coach than fucking Ole. And it's his first time fucking coaching in the Premier League, and he's in better. Premier League, yeah. Yeah, I was so I was gonna say that he gets fired. The last straw, and this is a homerish pick, is in Brentford, December fourteenth. I think that, and if not Brighton, December eighteenth. Um, but yeah, the I was gonna ask you, do you think he sees Christmas? But the better question is, do you think he sees Thanksgiving? American Thanksgiving, obviously, and um, I, I I think it's all it it it's not gonna come from the Glazers. It's a PR thing. It will come if well, he got the one of the fan, out. Right. It will come if the fans go after him. Yeah. Right. It's not going to be the the Glazers love him because right. the more they're talking about Ole, the less they're talking about the Glazers, right? So the that's Glazers true. being the chair people who own the team who only care about profits. And that's fine. That's American. That's the way they do things, you know, but it's very not English, right? Oh, yeah. They would love, they they hate, they weirdly hate. The Glazers, the way Newcastle fans hated Mike Ashley, which is fucking weird because he, well, they do spend money. They did bring people in. It, it doesn't make sense to me. But anyway, yeah. Um, I I think it'll only come if like the manner of the defeat. If they get, if they give up like four to Liverpool and just get the doors blown off them. If, sure. If they if they hang or on City. for Spurs. City they'll beat, which is weird. I don't want to say I know, that. They'll, I know he loves he loves a game against City. So I think if he beats City, I think he's fine. He just can't lose all of them. He's got to win one of the three. I think he's got to get a result from two. I think if he draws United, a result from sorry, two, a result mm-hmm. from two. If he if he gets, which uh, by the way, could mean two points, not three, right? Um, yeah, that, I think that's fine. I think a draw with Liverpool. If you said, "Oh, they're going to draw with Liverpool," they'd be like, "We're done. Fine, we'll, look, we'll take it." 
by the time <laughs> you play Tottenham on October 30th, you are going to have um, basically three top four games in a row. Right. right. That yeah. I mean, speaking so, of uh, your friends from Spurs, we should probably transition to that. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was gonna go keep, <laughs> go north, my man. Keep going to Newcastle because the story, as much as it is Spurs yeah, after yeah. the ball is kicked, and before all of that, it's the first sold out game at St James Park. They have the new owners in the. It stadium. was good. They it was a lot of energy. A lot of energy, and the team they get the early goal. I should say Spurs delivered uh, the early goal, second minute in. Now, okay, I'm on. I'm flying home on Sunday, so I, 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 as it were, I ended up getting to see the first half because we were basically taking off at kickoff. So I was like, ah, you know what? You got a lucky fucking heart attack. <laughs> I was like, I don't even want to watch this game, whatever. But we're sitting on the sitting on the tarmac waiting to go out. So I was like, ah, fuck it. So I was watching it on my phone. Fucking lucky heart and, attack, um, fuckers. But before that, I just, I just checked the score. I went to Fat Mob and I checked. I was like, how is things going here? And literally, you know how uh, in Fat Mob when you have like the ticker. It actually uh-huh. is like the guy doing commentary, which by the yeah. way, I can't fucking believe like ESPN doesn't do that for the NFL. Cause that was, that's so good. I love it. It I can hear, sometimes I play it in my head to like Arlo White's voice or like Ian Dark's voice, mm-hmm. right? Where like, you could just read the Englishness off the, off the page. Right. Um, and so all it says is the game is underway. Goal, Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> It was a good goal, to be fair. And I went, you know what? I turned my phone over, and I was like, I don't even want to fucking know. And ten minutes go by, and we're sitting on sitting there, still waiting. And I was like, all right, fine, I'll put it on. So I got to see most of the first half. I got to see Sergio Reggion save a a a guy's life, um, which we joke (laughs) around a lot. Um, That was good. That was that was fantastic. Uh, The entirety, you can't see that especially as a Spurs supporter and not immediately think of Christian think of Erickson, Erickson. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad that the defibrillator was in the stadium. I don't know that that would have been the case before Erickson. Um, no, I'm that actually that- was a story. There's a guy in Newcastle who was into this and he actually, it was a citywide community thing. He got defibrillators everywhere for the yeah. city of Newcastle. Yeah, so yeah, that was good. why that was there good. Uh, good, good. in another city that might not have happened. Sure. And um, there's just uh, there's a lot of good that came from that that horrible day with Christian Erickson. So I, I'm I'm glad that um, whoever this guy is was okay. I actually saw a clip of a Tottenham supporter who was a doctor who ran, and he was the guy who helped him out. Um, and he basically did CPR, and then he um, administered the defibrillator when it got there. So uh, really, a lot of a lot of good stuff that comes out of shit. Like but to that, be fair, right? Spurs so, were already up two one by then. They like oh yeah seemed, no, no no absolutely yeah it seemed it seemed that this is the Andombele game or or I I'm not sure. So it was weird. Like <sighs> Harry Kane got a goal and a really nice run that he didn't know he got. It looked really right. offside, but VAR worked. And he, mm-hmm. the good finish actually ended up being a good finish. Uh, and Domble scored a really nice goal. He was probably Spurs' best player for the first time. How many times? Time. How many times? No, not the first time. How many times on this show have I said he's the most talented player on the club? Yeah. He is the best he, footballer the club has. It's yeah, not even they, fucking close. And they, there was a, there was a reference to him and Saint Maximan in the same sentence. Like these two guys are iconoclast maverick types that are just kind of. You got to sure. let them do their thing, and I think that was probably the issue that Jose had with him. They didn't. He doesn't like people to do their thing. He's so he needs to be pro- he's protected. Pogba. Though 
He's a lot yeah. of the same as Pogba. Right. You know? So, but the right thing to do is to have Hoiberg and skip. He can't play in a two is really the problem. Right? Yeah. Or even in yeah. a three, right? It, he needs to be free and kind of get the ball. For, he needs to do the, the, the Musa, the Musa Dembele stuff. Just exactly. The ball, let me go do he's stuff. Very, very, very similar to that. I would argue he's got more class than Dembele had. He's also yeah, 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 more because Dembele didn't like to shoot. Well, he would sure, rather he would no, rather wait and let you box. go around them again. I'm not even talking about the final third. I'm talking about yeah. everywhere when he's taking on, uh, you know, the opposition and he's trying. He's he doesn't avoid tackles. Ndombele would. I'm sorry, Musa Dembele would you would just kind of slalom around players for fun. Ndombele goes like in mm-hmm. and around them, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, um, and it's it's interesting. He'll he'll do like a. a cute little one two and he'll just spin off of a guy right so yeah. there's a lot of tricks in his bag and a let's lot. be clear they don't always come off um but when they do you're like goodness gracious yeah but the thing is with with skip and hoiberg it's fine right it doesn't because they're not going anywhere or the celso which by the way he plays centrally for fucking in argentina i've seen it a lot in the last six weeks uh i've seen it more for argentina he, than i have he, for he spurs gets, he gets hurt all the time because he's flying back and forth to fucking Argentina every three weeks. <laughs> Guy's got he's jet gonna lag. Go, it's going to be going again. Like he I went to New York for three. That's three hour difference. And I was like, oh, God, I can't do anything. Yeah. It's like yeah. 14 hours playing and coming back. It's insanity. Uh, he's got like perpetual permanent jet lag. And yeah. but we also don't use him correctly. Right. So yeah. if you were to put him centrally with LaCelso with yeah. Hoybeer behind there and you basically you go, hey, listen, in Dombele, after 60 minutes, he still is disinterested. He's still shit, right? He's got the yeah, most talent yeah. in the fucking world, yeah. but he's he can't string together 90 minutes. And that's the thing that myself included, there's there's he's divided Spurs supporters probably but, but, more but, than definitely more the, than Kane in the last three years. But, but even, I think the, the bigger thing though, right? Like is that's this was Spurs' best performance, and I think that Nuno's found something. He's 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 very close, I think, because let's be clear. I still think Eric Dyer is a problem. Like he's got a he's the weak now. He you know how I talked about the weak link with Harry Maguire? Dyer is now the weak link. Regulon will run up and down all day. Royale, I think, is pretty good. I like you know I like Royale a lot. But I okay now it's now it's Dyer. You've you've started to bet in Christian Romero. Thank Christ. He did get done on the on the Kyle Wilson goal, but that's fine. It was a good but Davinson Sanchez. Is, insane. is the other guy, right? And yeah. if he's going to be playing with Romero, but guess what? He's going to Colombia every fucking two weeks, <laughs> right? It's insane to me that, that Spurs have never, and this goes back deep into the Pochettino years, never made a stink. You know, Lamella was one of the first ones. He was hurt basically for a year and a half consistently, injury, right? Yeah. But somehow he'd be like, nah, I can play for Argentina. Like, fucking why? <laughs> man we don't get it man we don't get it no, we no, just I, don't get the thing it. is is that i get it but other clubs put their foot down other clubs say you know what not this time other clubs say we just signed yeah, the, you the players want, also the players want to go the players want to go i understand and i'm not saying no ever i'm saying hey geo we just signed you the pochettino made a big stink about getting you and indombele in the same team yeah indombele is off to a good start his in yeah. in Marie, uh, Mauricio's final season and LaCelso goes to the Rose Bowl, goes to fucking Los Angeles from London, plays a game against Mexico and gets hurt on a shitty tackle. 
and his yeah. whole season was derailed. Yeah, like, well, we, what should the fuck we should probably we, we we should probably touch on Newcastle. Uh, but the... but again, so wait, that's what I was about to say is that yes, Nuno is onto something. Yes, that was a great performance, and thank God, yes, Kane is off the mark. And by the way, a shout to Lucas too, who was yeah, he was very good. very good. Some really yeah. deft touches. Yeah. This was a bad Newcastle team. Okay, yeah, but so you got I but believe... they beat them right. They got their goals. Yeah, great. The 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 Newcastle is going to be great thing is like they might have to spend money in the championship. Like th- I hope they bad. do. I hope that they go down. I really do. Um, <laughs> one thing one thing about the Spurs supporters, um, they had uh, no noise from the Saudi boys. No noise from the Saudi boys. I thought that was a uh, really and, really and good my other song. favorite, uh, an all time classic. A, a never forget. Never. Never gets tired is uh, sacked in the morning. Sacked in the morning, and I um. God loves sacked in the morning. I pissed off some Newcastle fans, not Uh-oh. intentionally. Had nothing against them, but um, there was a couple of Spurs supporters. Who, um, I didn't get to see if they did this, um, but they were buying stacks of fake pounds on Amazon, and they were saying at different points in the game, at the start, at a goal, and whatever, they would just start throwing it up. Like I don't think so. They did it. It never um, but so I was like, these, this is great. I, I said something. I was like, ah, oh, these are the best away support in the league, which by the way, Tottenham is definitely among the best away supporters in the league. They are so loud the entire game, pretty much every match, but there was about 10. I don't know how these Newcastle fans found this tweet. Cause I didn't say anything about them, but they got salty with us on Twitter. So I have something to say to you, Newcastle fans. Fuck you. You're going down. Your lives are worthless. Nobody gives a fuck about you. And you know what? You don't have shit. You don't have yeah, shit yeah, and we yeah. beat the, you. Yeah, the best part was the fuck you, was, 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 was Stavely jumping up and down for the Callum Wilson goal and just and the juxtaposition sitting her of just fucking like... ass down for the next 88 minutes. <laughs> fuck you too. Uh, I have to give love to my guy, St. Maximan. He did everything he could. He had I moments. He set up the goal. Uh, he set up the goal before the goal, so he was this. He had the hockey assist, the hockey assist to Mankio, yeah. uh, and he kept trying to do his thing. Uh, hey, Callum, let me talk to you. You want to come to City? Are you the striker? You can <laughs> be, be great. You could be Wilfred Boney. Yeah, he'd be he'd be awesome. I'll take him. He can run. He'll run the channel. He'll work his ass off. That's all you have to do as a City striker. That's Just right. be where you're supposed to be. They'll find you. Yeah, I'll take him. I'll take him. Ollie Watkins, any of you shit strikers who run a lot, I'm in. Shit, at this point, I take fucking Danny Welbeck. No, no, I wouldn't. That I don't know. <laughs> I would. You know what? I take that back. I would not take Danny Welbeck. I don't think you would. Uh, Danny Welbeck is the byword for a striker who works hard but doesn't score. He is a shit <laughs> Danny Welbeck. Giassi Zardes is is that who that is? Um. Any, there is one other absurd game that had passion and had implications, and it was a derby that was crazy, and it was Aston Villa versus Wolves. Your boys, Wolves, yeah. uh, Coach Bruno Large, his boys come back three goals in 15 minutes. <laughs> Wacky stuff. So it- Villa's, Villa's bossing this game. They get the goal that they needed from Danny Ings early. They get another goal from the legend, the Scottish destroyer, the man with the crooked face because it's been smashed so many times. John McGinn is is the Gareth Bale of Scotland. He gets uh, he gets them <laughs> moving with a with a killer goal, but it was really unorthodox. Just like swings his leg at it, gets it done. Uh, Buendia comes off at seventy four. 
Fabio, Fabio and Podence come on, and then it's on. Roman Sice at 80, Connor Cody on a shit, bundled piece of shit goal, and then Ruben Neves on a deflected off the ass of Matt Target in the 95th minute. And Wolves steal one Smash from our precious grab. precious uh from our precious Aston Villa. I think the key thing here is what we've talked about is hey, expected goals matters. Expected goals matters. Um Wolverhampton Wanderers, Wolves were 0-4. They were at bossing teams because um our man uh, Mr. Troy Ore would get into spaces and just fucking miss. Hit the fucking but, peanut vendor. <laughs> right. But uh, at this point, they've now balanced out and their expected goals is in line with where they are in the table. So they're at uh, yeah. expected goals plus plus two uh, ahead of Aston Villa, who are at minus two. So they basically steal their spot. They're at eight and eight. And uh, I think they're in good shape. Aston Villa still have to struggle. They're, 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 Better than they are. I think Emmy Martinez was so great last year. We just kind of expected that he'd continue. He's only been okay. Uh, he's probably, you know, expected goals for goalkeepers is a whole weird place that you have to look over a long period of time. So mm-hmm. maybe he's turning back into the championship Reading goalkeeper pumpkin, uh, or he's been going to Argentina once in a while. Uh, maybe um, he's been going to Argentina every He literally weeks. was in South America on Friday. Yeah. And playing a game on, on Saturday. Sunday. Yeah. Was, was it Saturday? Yeah, they Saturday. did on Saturday. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know where he is. At this no, point. he has no fucking idea. <laughs> this game, at least on paper, reminds me, uh, and we have a one-year anniversary of one of the um, most shocking moments of my Tottenham fandom. Um, the 3-3 uh, three, three West Ham game last year. Oh, the Lanzini. It was a year ago. Yeah, this did not have a Thundercunt Lanzini goal that just left your jaw on the floor. But no. it's one of those where you look at it and you go, Villa, what the fuck just happened? Like, like <laughs> they walk away from that game going, we didn't, we didn't even get a point. Like, yeah. what, what, what? Yeah. Right. And so, yeah. um, poor one out for the villains. They, they really, yeah. uh, yeah. They yeah. Really I mean, are, Dean, are Dean, Dean, they got that win against United where they were great. And, uh, you know, they, they haven't been able to kick on from it. I, one of the things I think about a lot right now, and then we'll, we'll sort of almost, uh, start to segue. The t- there's a lot of fucking good teams in the Premier League with good managers who play good football, and there's really only like one or two dinosaurs left. There's yeah. Burnley with Dyche, and there's, and there's Steve Bruce at Newcastle. The rest of the teams, I mean, Watford now has Ranieri. They're probably going to get pulled into the relegation fight. They're not good enough. But mm-hmm. Leeds, we expect to pull out of it. Southampton has Hassan Hoodle. We love fucking Crystal Palace, who we'll talk about in a minute. We love Villa. Arsenal's Arsenal. Then you have Leicester City, Wolves, Brentford, Everton. I mean, the middle of the pack, the the center, the middle class of the Premier League right now is really, really good. And I think, like, there, if you're thinking about relegation battles, there's not three shit teams that you can go, oh, they're shit. Like, yeah, they're yeah. playing from the fourth century. Now, Daniel Farker's... Clearly not a Premier League manager, or the squad isn't, or but, but maybe they're going to put a run on. But good, good for on, keeping them. Yeah, him. I like yeah. that. You do? Um, I think they should fire him. Listen, it's a sustainable. You know, they Model they for them. They are like, listen, we get it. We're not long for this, but we're a we're a very very good championship team, and that's going to you know it's dollars and cents, right? Like it's literally, especially coming out of the pandemic, it's it's literally for them a matter of keeping their heads above water. 
most yeah. years. I think that you know? I think that fans are frustrated because their director of football, Weber, really interesting guy, lots of good YouTube videos worth a watch, literally said, We wanna be in the top twenty five clubs in the country. I'm like, mm, that's that's not that ambitious. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? They're twenty four. <laughs> yeah. Like they're killing it. You yeah, know? I'm like I'm like you want you know, you think about Brighton, you're like, we want a top 10. The thing is, like, there's seven teams that want to be top 10. Yeah. And then there's the six that really need to be top 10. And then there's the four that really, there's the five that have to be top four or it's a catastrophe. So there's like, right. there's not enough spots here. But then there's, uh, but, but, but convert, like, look at that from the other direction, right? If there's yeah. six or seven that have to be top 10, there's three to six who are like, I'm just happy to be here. I'm having a yeah. good time. Um, This isn't going to last. I'm just going to, he's like, the kid at his first high school party where he's just looking around at like the drunk cheerleaders and like, they're like, Oh my God, is this what it's like here all the time? I got, you, you know, I have a weird, funny thought. That's like Sean Dyche is like, fucking Brentford. they got my spot. Yeah. That's my, he's like, anytime one of these teams comes up, he's like, he looks at the schedule. He's like, Steve Bruce, I got this. That's no problem. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. Norwich will just muscle them. And he sees he sees Brentford. He goes, shit. Do with that team? I can't four four two muscle them. And then he sees Leeds. He's like, I could fuck with Leeds. <laughs> like I beat them last. I'm good. I'm good with Leeds. We got Leeds is in trouble. Leeds has problems now. To be yeah. fair, Leeds finally lost, and Southampton finally get their win. They completely batter Leeds, but Leeds are in trouble. They don't have enough depth. Um, they're missing Banford. They're missing Rafinha that's they don't have enough to hang right so that's the issue with leads is they run all the time they're not even running anymore i think there's a little bielsa burnout there's not enough players the replacement players are not so kicking on i'll tell you why I don't they're think in trouble i think that they are in trouble honestly I, they're they're not not in trouble but i, they're I not, think not in trouble i think leads is safe because you mentioned two players that are better aside from alan say maximin that are better than literally the combined powers of every player on Burnley, Newcastle, and Norwich, right? <laughs> so yeah, the Raphael, season Miller. is 19 months long, and they will be back. Yeah, and they haven't had Phillips either, to be fair. The, That's another Calvin Phillips, piece. Still. That's three. And the thing you have to understand about the bottom of the table is that drop points are not that big of a deal. You when these points. players come back, they'll win three out of five. And they'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, they, it, it, it's, it's all about to, getting. It's all about getting to forty, right? No, of like, course. I mean, they don't even have to get that far, but at least you've got to look at your schedule and be like, "Where are my forty coming from?" Or okay. thirty-six points, right? Right. And if they win their next game, they will be at the. They'll be in business. Pole. Yeah, exactly. They'll be. Yeah. They'll be right on time. Yeah. So no, I mean, in the champ in the relegation fight, two wins is like gold. Like, that, well, that's what I'm saying. So yeah, you're just like they're all they treading are water. currently yeah. in trouble. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But when Phillips and Bamford and Rafinha start playing regularly again, they'll be fine. They'll shoot a giant every once in a while. They'll kill. Yeah. They'll kill a Leicester. They'll kill a. They'll, they'll they'll take a point off of City or something ridiculous, right? They'll yeah. beat the the middling teams, which is where they are. Yeah, and they'll be fine. They'll 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 hit forty by Valentine's Day. Well, forty's um, a lot, actually. They'll if they get to thirty-eight, they'll be gold. Yeah, I mean, it's a really I'm interesting. Not about them there. Right, it's a really interesting group. 
uh, really cool teams. The league is just, I, I don't know how you feel, Mike, but I just feel right now like there's just a, every week there is an incredible game that goes on. And I think part of it is the top end, like Liverpool's really fantastic. I haven't even talked about City because they played a ho-hum Burnley game. They weren't good. It wasn't exciting. It was kind of boring. They got it done, whatever. There's a Raheem Sterling might want to leave. I'm like, yeah, everybody wants to leave United City. Well, we've got a good show. We've got a good show on Thursday. If you're listening, come back for Thursday because we've got Spurs Tottenham, United Liverpool, Brentford Leicester, and Brighton Man City right bang, 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 bang. All in good slots too. None of these really early shit. Yeah, um, and 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 Champions League coverage that's gonna. Ha- I don't even I don't even know the schedule, but there are we games tomorrow. We're we're out, of, we're out of practice. Uh, and Ooh. then the other the, the other great game uh, was again Crystal Palace Arsenal, dude. Palace <laughs> were fucking awesome. Yeah, and they deserved something out of this game. I didn't see the Lacazette winner, but I did see my guy well, draw equalizer. Yeah, sorry, I didn't see the, the the draw, but I did see Benteke's goal, and I did see. Fucking Edwards goal because I saw Alessi come on. He comes on two minutes later, provides the assist for Edward. They didn't know that Zaha was going to be out. He came up sick before the game. So here's Crystal Palace pull, winning this game without Zaha until the last minute. And listen, another team that's really good, really fun to watch, mm-hmm. really young. Gallagher was fantastic. He fucking Ramsdale saved a killer goal. Uh, from him so Ramsdale's ingratiating himself with the with the Arsenal fans and you know another good cracking match with a fucking killer ending it's kind of I think I think one of the things that's happened across sports I think we're seeing even in baseball even in NFL now in the Premier League I think this fan being at games for the whole season, especially come playoff time or money time for games, it's just driving players to different levels. Like there's a, the way they play, the way they play is an appreciation. They're, they're feeling the fans. There's some elevation of the game for this season only. It's really opening day. Everything's cracking, right? Even the NFL, they're having big ratings because people are like, these games are bananas. Yeah. Well, uh, Spurs City, first first game of the season, right? Incredible. Um, that was a game that City wins in when there's nobody there. But Tanganga just keeps kicking uh, Grealish and and, <laughs> and Sterling, right? Like every time he does that, the crowd roars like a goal went in. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, we talked about it. You know, like these things, these these inherent actions players make from the defensive and from the defensive side, but also from the tracking the ball, going to press, you know, taking shots on goal, make players have the feeling of, I want to make these people lose their fucking minds right now. Right. Like or that's or there, sort of the not, motivation. It's not even conscious. It's just in you. Right. Exactly. And I think to, it to, activates to track something back, that you've always that's had. What's, that's what's so disappointing about the Newcastle game. And I bet on it uh, Fuck that they, they didn't even, they had nothing like Fuck they em. had, 10 minutes of fight in them. Yeah, well. That's fucking pathetic, dude. Like 9 minutes more than they deserve. Fuck them. Um. <laughs> uh, I do I I do want to cover uh my bets that are really just just really going badly. Um <laughs> really bad. But you uh, had I had good, ever... you had you just had unlucky results, right? Yeah, no, my process goals. was good. My yeah. process was good. So Everton draw Agbana scores on a header in the 75th minute against Everton. That game had fucking draw written all over it. 
So yeah. that went down. I had Newcastle money line. That was aggressive. <laughs> we both sat here. Whoa, we both sat here and said, yeah. "Take that money, absolutely." Well, it, because Spurs just didn't. I really thought Sun wasn't going to play. I don't know where that room. That was so from. weird. So when we did the show last week, yeah. Okay, the, the, this is from the uh, "Make It Up As You Go Along" file. <laughs> uh, Hyunmin Sun and Brian Heal were out. Ruled out. Oh, that's of the right. Game on you Sunday. said that's right. I remember this. Okay, and I told you I was like, Sonny's out. Fucking all the money on Newcastle, right? They tested negative twice, which apparently means they had a false positive. I don't, I don't know how that can be considered possible. You would have been tested more than once if you're that important as Sun, right? Like they wouldn't have just been like, whoop, twenty percent margin of error. Fuck it, you're out for the next game, pal. Like, no, they would have didn't done their due diligence. So the fact that they reverted it, the club put out a statement. They didn't say the names. It was Sonny and Hill, uh, Hill, um, and the club put out a statement on Sunday morning, and they're like, nope, they're good to go. See, that's at the my park. that's that's my updated record. Yeah. Uh, I'm still Not great, Bob. I still, but I, I'm all about how much money I've won. So I do go for long shots. I do try and take the the the, the points. Uh, I do try and take the the plus money lines in the hope that every week one of these wins will will cover the rest of the week. And if I win something extra, then then I sort of I'm up. I'm up. So I am yeah. down probably twenty five, a little bit at this point. But uh, I had the fucking Everton draw in the bank. Newcastle money line was solid thoughts the bet against united when uh, yeah bet against united when there's a good coach going against united that came through and then the 14 parlay just just never even i mean because the brentford one come on the brentford thing fucked me uh but it 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 all was logical like it all felt not the parlay the parlay wasn't logical (laughs) come on it felt Um, good to me but yeah (laughs) No, I, I I think like you said, your process was was good, and this is what happens, and this is why Vegas always wins, right? This is they build a city on. My process was good, so yeah, but um, you just hope for the next one, right? Yeah, and mine, the only one I think I really had on the show um, was uh, on Thursday was Brentford um, win or draw against Chelsea, which I realized been, it must have been plus four hundred. No, it was about even money because it was it was both, right? You had you had a chance at either one, you win, so. It was, I saw it before kickoff. It was like 110. Yeah. And I was like, nah, nah. Like, I thought it was going to be awesome. Like, like you said, I didn't think it'd be 400. But also, after the lineups, I didn't even know. After the lineups, um, it went, I saw it went from 600 roughly to like 450. So you had 450, and then Brentford to draw was only like 200. So I was like, oh, because of, because of the injury stuff. Because of the lineups, right? Which we knew. We knew a lot of those that's players. Why, not, that's, not why depth, I, but... that's why I depth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, so the thing about Mendy was that he's just – he's, he's so giant. big that he makes routine saves out of very, very good ones. Like the the half – again, it was off of one of those fucking crazy town throw-ins, and it bounces around pinballs to Tony on the half volley, and he hits it into the ground. And most Premier League goalkeepers are just trying to put that up and like push it up over the bar. And sometimes they push mm-hmm. it in their own net, right? Mm-hmm. Mendy was like, nah. <laughs> like it's it was like gonna hit him in the face if he didn't move, right? So he's like, ah. He took that. one shot off the face. Yeah. Like th- th- he got knocked out. Mm-hmm. He almost came out of the game. Yeah. And the thing that's great about him is he comes from lower league, didn't get his first freaking 
top flight game until he was 25 years old was like cleaning fucking floors. Like yeah. this guy is hungry. He gets it. Uh, you know, he, he, he won with reams, you know, he, at 25 years old, he wins the league in France for promotion. Then he's kind of just moving up with Stad Ren, who's a known team, but he wins, you know, almost wins a golden glove. But, you yeah. know, the fact that he took Kepa's job, who they spent $80 million on, who was ab- objectively terrible. Mm-hmm. But uh, now they have like a winner who has a moment. And now the the players trust him. The, he's got the defense. He's hugging. He's talking to his young defenders. He's like, I'm good, man. I'll get, I got you guys. Right. Yeah. He was incredible. Yeah. I could talk about that game all day. We don't have to anymore. Here's what I want to switch it over to a Serie A update. <laughs> Salernitana. Yeah. Salernitana. So, Tina. Uh, we are planning the honeymoon. We've been talking about it. Uh, we're going to go to the Amalfi Coast, which is only an hour away from Salerno. So we want, we're going to a game at Salernitana. I have no fucking idea how to get tickets, but I'm on it. And I have until like basically late April, early May to figure it out. So I trust it. I'm going to be okay. So I've been tracking them as, as you know, they took a tough one. Uh, oh, they're, they're, are, uh, they're, they're bottom of the league. They they're are bottom of the there. league, but listen, they have the worst goal difference. The reason why they have the worst goal difference is because this past weekend they were up 1-0 to Spezia, who is in 16th right now with seven points. And Spezia scores two goals, I believe, both in the second half. And they go for, they jump from last play, joint last with Salernitana to 16th out of the relegation zone. Leaves Salernitana back in last. And it's starting to get a little cagey for Salernitana. The, the thing I realize is that the game I want to go to is with Cagliari, who is 19th right now. They're home against Cagliari with like two or three weeks to go in the season. That could be a funeral game in Salerno. <laughs> that could be the game where, oh, this was the first season we were in Serie A since 1997, and it might be another 25 years. Like it could it could be one of those. So uh, I'm hoping against hope that they get a couple of wins on the bounce and that Frank Ribery gets his ass in gear. He hasn't seemed to do much so far, but he is 104 years old, so we can't really hold it to he, him too much. And he literally has someone else's face taped to his face. Oh, wait, that's <laughs> it's like right. face off. Yeah, it's uh, really bad. I, I never could get behind. I'm like, you're French. I'm supposed to support you. Your head is burned. I, I, just, I would. I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm not cool enough to fucking. He's handle that. he's a world class brand footballer playing for that club. He's the biggest player who's ever played for them without question. I don't know that, but come on, it's not even close. <laughs> and when I go, I'm not sure if I want his Jersey. That's how weird looking this dude is. Okay. <laughs> We're um, being really just mean and in a world was of, a, was of a terrible canceling. Accident when, when yeah, was I know young. it's terrible. It's a horrible accident. It. We're pieces of shit for even joking about that. But uh, I would love it if Frank would get it together a little bit and get these guys out of the out of the relegation they, they, zone. They don't. They don't have an, a very bad expected goal difference. But this is what bad. No. This is what happens to bad teams. Bad teams underperform their expected goal difference right. against. So Fiorentina, for instance, is only 0.2 goal differences away, and they're 15 points up the table. They just yeah. need a couple wins, baby. They do have. <sighs> they this, seem to be hard to come by. They're not scoring is their problem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what I mean. Where is like put Ribery in the ten and let him try and you know pull some strings? I have I've only seen two of their games so far. I haven't watched a lot of them. I do get score updates for every game though, so I keep <laughs> I keep an eye on them. Yeah. I just haven't been able to enjoy I, them. That you know, much. I need I need to do this. I need to like give everyone like the um 
Saint Etienne uh, 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 updates because yeah, so Saint Etienne is my um, they're in last place they're in the relegation zone. Okay. Uh, Saint Etienne is my spiritual family home team in the Rhone Valley where all football teams are. If you look in Europe, Errol, if you and you make a giant hundred yard circle around the Rhone Valley, every team in Germany and every team in France is in the same area. It's where the coal is. Yeah. Uh, but Saint Etienne uh, of uh, known for their seventies team with uh, and the, the and kicking ass. They are now in the relegation zone. Usually had a decent history. They usually were a team that hung in there. You know, as recent as uh, twenty nineteen, were in the Champions League. But they are falling on very hard times, uh, and their uh, player creation machine has failed them. They had um, Bavatimi Gomez, Dimitri Payet. Uh, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang came from Saint-Étienne, but it seems that the machine has failed them and they are sliding ever slow, quickly the, uh, out of League One. <laughs> the money gun is out of bullets, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, well, they, they, they do I'll wear say... green and their logo is ass. So that's cool. That's pretty good. <laughs> I'll say this about both clubs, right? And I said it about Leeds. Now, they don't have a Calvin Phillips or a Patrick Bamford or a Rafinha walking through that door. But this is the difference, right? One win. Spezia was in last place. They were had a worse goal difference in Salernitana. They went from last place. They jumped four spots, five spots in one game, right? And that's the importance of, of like you said, wins. But at the bottom of the table, if you look at the top of the table, it's already starting to separate. Maybe not necessarily by points, and I mean in the Premier League, but yeah. in um, – in goal difference, there's three teams. Yeah. It's like plus ten or over goal difference, and then yeah, nobody going, else has much anywhere yeah. close. And so you're starting to see the separation. And over the course of the season, it that, those gaps will get wider in every position. But the the difference is from 15, probably all the way to 19. They're all the same. You could be looking at game match week 34, 35, and saying, "Hey, everybody here has a chance to still win it or end or lose it." So, yeah. um, there is. Still, plenty of time, plenty of hope for Salernitana, but there are two <laughs> games that come to mind, and and Saint Etienne, and Saint Etienne. Allez, la um, let's go green. There's just there's two games that come to mind for me that it's like fuck, you know, like if you could have gotten a point out of both of them, then you're probably you're sitting in 18th, and and yeah. you're you're tied for 17th. So. I'm rooting for my guys, my my adopted namesake boys. Um, yeah, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what yeah. happens. So, oh, well, come it's back. Even better, by the way, Arsenal played Monday. They're playing on Friday. They got I said that on the last episode. That's yeah, amazing. it's weird. It's very weird. They're in trouble. Um, um, oh, but, my, I have I have the the Cortines girlfriend boyfriend derby, Brighton versus City. I'm worried. That's oh a scary game for me. Yeah. So we are. <laughs> like I said, we're, Thursday's going to be a good show. So uh, come back. We will continue to pepper in some Serie A and Ligun updates as we go. But uh, <laughs> but until then, Laurent, let's get the fuck out of here. That was the Squeaky Bum Time podcast with Mike Salerno and Laurent Cortines. We are the football wing of the CHOP Sports Networks. We record on Tuesdays and Fridays, so be sure to subscribe where you get your podcast so you never miss an episode. And can I please stress, we ranked 135 in U.S. Ooh. soccer. Please give us a rating, a review. I may have to cut something that gives an intro to the episode that tells people to review the show because it makes a difference, a lot of difference. Tell your wives, tell your kids, tell your moms. Let's do it. Bye, suckers.